0: Welcome along to Season 2, Episode 33 of LOI Weekly with myself, Johnny Ward and Daniel McDonnell and this is the episode where we can finally say the league is over, uh, well it's not, it's over then, it is over. sort
1: of, I mean, yeah. uh, last night at Oreo Park there was eventually, uh, eventually some players came around to talking about winning the league and Stephen Kenny even started, I don't know if we should do this, <laughs> and then, he was, then he sort of did but... Uh, there was sort of a weird half celebration, half to a cup semi-final on Friday mood. So yeah. there certainly no social celebrations for the players, that's no. for sure. But it, it is done.
0: It is done. And um, as ever, we're on Podcast Republic. We are on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. And follow us on at LOI Weekly on Twitter. We're also on, um, yeah, I think I've said them all there, actually. And uh, we're going to hear later on from Sean Gann and Dan this is your week off um, but you were at the game last night working and you're here today working I mean, where, where's here where's
1: here where is here I mean do people think it sounds a bit different does it sound where are we where, I mean it's, it's a guess where are we you see like there's a, there's a wonderful familiarity about this time of year for me John right yeah I mean the evenings get a bit shorter that's the, not wonderful uh, the, at all The leaves The leaves turn from green to brown Yeah We come and do an outside broadcast At an EA Sports event EA Sports. Uh, And uh, a player on a league winning team Sends an abusive tweet to Johnny Ward uh, Oh yeah Conor McCormick last year And Carol Shepard last
0: Conor year Conor McCormick Conor McCormick had I a go. McCormick. I had
1: a go about uh, I maybe be more passive aggressive About some Who's this lad But definitely on a bus I home met, I, met,
0: I met him uh, This three, is last year yes, this is
1: lovely Last lad. year I know And, and Shepard, Shepard. You, you end up being friends with them all eventually It's a Not a tough sure show. about the but Patrick, Patrick Huben, because y- you were on another format. You were on News Talk uh, last evening. I think you I, were
0: mentioned, uh, Dan, as well. I oh, was, I. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was. I
1: actually was meant to be there, but I, I, so you're my sub, right? Mm, and then and then you went in. Sub- and then you went in, out to be. And uh, Patrick Huben tweeted this morning: "Who's given you a microphone and airtime at Umania, Johnny Ward? Hope my tweet gives you some more followers you were obviously craving. And that's because Dundalk haven't dwelled me." Was the quote. Journalist Johnny Ward has not been blown away and also gives us his most improved white player. But basically, you went through the Talk team sort of one by one, suggesting that apart from Chris Shields, maybe they hadn't all had an outstanding season. Um, Patrick Cuban followed up his tweet with something about stick to the horses. <laughs> and of course, in typical Johnny Ward style, you've now then, you've, you've tried to hit him with love bombs in response by like responding to kill Patrick one, Cuban. Kill them with kindness. You were like, oh, I've been saying you've been amazing all season. Oh, Patrick you know you've been you've been my top 3 players in the league at the moment you would be the top of it. It was the same I last year with Shep Chef had a go with you last year you were like oh you scored the best goal of the season Shep I
0: agree you know, you. yeah. You're
1: you're an amazing person chef. So say like that. what is it about you know you, you have a go and then instead of doubling down you, you just go oh, listen I just want to be friends
0: No, because you're getting a lot of you if it, had it. To you been get like a lot of stick
1: Johnny I see I, 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 did, see I was, live at Oriel, Jerry Malone I yeah, friend. me they, and Jerry were both he like, wanted to come on the podcast to like he, he sent five or six different messages you can send us a monologue yeah he, I mean he did a video diary last week or an audio diary last week that's a different, different side what, but worth be, listening people, to well. the dog fans coming out of the woodwork I, I saw James Rogers put up something now. I wasn't again more passive aggressive the dog journalist about people who changed their predictions after the President's Cup two pundits <laughs> did James do that uh, I think it might be because the Dogs <laughs> team had the flu and ended up with like three non-defenders in the back four and who are these pundits who changed your opinions I think you and Alan Colley were the two people in question but you're getting lots, lots. like I thought you were anti-Cork and a Dundalk lover and now it just seems like you've lost him Doc as well like mm. what is your maybe you are living Don't out the last days of a Romanian th- th- the te- yeah. <laughs> this, this is the end for you Johnny how do you respond to these claims
0: yeah I I, I, um, I kind of actually I remember going to bed last night and I was like I came out a bit wrong on what I said there and I do I was kind of thinking like how could you say that Holben I even Michael Pouben, now you have Pouben, to call him by his right name Johnny come on Pouben you have to get back are, on track even Duffy um you know could have I think I think I think um the question was kind of put to me and I kind of agreed without really thinking about what I was saying and um as I said my three players of the year would actually be Shields, Hoven and But they haven't wowed you. Hoven and Duffy but no the Doc haven't wowed me and even last you night. You brought up to defeat to Cove which I thought was interesting. Cove? Yeah yeah but at the same time like they the esports Cup which doesn't exactly save Derry City season but um. It was know, their hangover game <clears> after Europe. Yeah, but the team they had out should have been good enough to win in Cove. Yeah. There were players that hadn't been playing very often. Yeah. The, the, the flip
1: side is they've won 17 out of the last 18 league
0: games. What do you think of the quality this year? Like?
1: Well, I mean, I would say there is a valid discussion. I mean, I would have made this point myself off the back of Larnica, where I actually think that they were almost in danger of being a small bit undercooked. And also, I think if they had that game back again... Um, you know, if Gannon had played, and I don't think he would have played two attacking and wingers. And yeah, I mean, I, it is a concern I have that, um, you know, the, the, you look at the game last night, the Tuesday night game, the three up a halftime against Derry who are basically facilitating them. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think you can say it's like a purd on dark side. And I'm no, not, no. not saying that you were saying that either, by the way, but if they haven't wowed you... Uh, like there is an element of that they haven't had like these maybe sensational displays, but in a way they haven't been asked to produce those displays either. You know, it's been almost so comfortable. Like last Friday, it was interesting, Kevin Doyle, the sort of the ex-pro view, saying it's the best he'd ever seen a League of Ireland team play, but just more so in terms of... Just more so in terms of their control, of the game, and that was his point. And I think sometimes we look for like the aesthetic moments of brilliance, like the twenty passes. His point was just control, discipline. Okay. No one there. I I I'm going count to counter that. They, they hammered them. You know, they, they, hammered, the, them they 1-0. hammered them one
0: But you can't you can't look at that game on Friday and 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 kind of extol Dundalk's virtues because Cork were so poor last Friday. I, it was it was as bad I think as I've ever seen them play. Mm. And they they didn't lay a glove on Dundalk. And to say that Dundalk controlled the game, they controlled the game because they were fighting a they were fighting a boxer who had nothing. Like you know, who yeah, even but these. They still, I mean, they...
1: You know it takes a certain level of control to be able to do that, and consistency and I can see like i mean Patrick groupman, to be fair, has scored he 's now leveled the premier division record for for goals since you now the Premier division split in eighty yeah. five and he he will break it like he should have really broken it last night um, and He's he's 12 quite, clear of Burke 12 and clear. Cummins. so uh, I think probably it is an outstanding I,
0: season for no it is i, I, I don 't like i I came across wrong in that, and I do um apologize in a way to Patrick because he didn 't deserve any kind of um, i suppose. Question. Are you going to be friends?
1: Think they'll become friends? Yeah,
0: I uh, don't know, Patrick, but I think he's had a great season. Possible? Duffy's had an excellent season, um, you know. And in fairness, I just—it was late at night. I was very tired yesterday. You were tired and emotional. I'm tired. I'm, I'm trying to um, dig myself out of a hole here, but I think Dundalk have been um, by far the best team in the league. But if you took uh, Rovers from the position where Bazuna came in slash madness, Rovers have have an incredibly good record, actually. Yeah, you,
1: you, did you watch the dog play Rovers a couple
0: of weeks ago? The Rovers no, won. I know. Fair enough. Did you watch it? I watched it earlier in the season in Tala when, no, no, when the dog matched them. Rovers matched them. Yeah, um, did you watch the 5-2 where the dog beat them in June? I didn't see that game. But right. in, <laughs> far, in fairness, Ro- so, like, you need who to was, to was in goal for Rovers uh, that night? Uh, Chinchinski.
1: Chinchinski, yeah. Yeah, the, so in fairness, uh, inf- and Rovers' uh, signings uh, they're making. I just think you should watch the most recent game. No, it I, okay. It was the
0: definition of a smash. Dan, draft. okay, if, if Cork have played 32 games this season, and I'd like to ask, like... I'd actually like to ask some of the players at Cork, right? How many times have you actually played well in those 32 no, no, games? I, I, I so I don't think they've had really I think, any
1: challenges. I, look, I think there's there's a there's a valid point sort of contained within that, and they haven't necessarily been pushed to the level that you would want. But at the same time, you look at the you look at the how comfortably they've won the league. I don't think you can use that necessarily as a stick to sort of beat them with either. I'm not saying that you were, but like. It takes something to win all those games in a in a sequence. Like, the, like they've won every game since Waterford, with the exception of Rovers at home, Again, they should have won. They should have won eighteen in a row. And uh, there without is, Stephen O'Donnell, there is, without O'Donnell, and you know the, the the difficulty that they had in the summer. Um, I think they, they weren't playing well around Europe either I mean and Larnica weren't that bad ultimately nah, no 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 but Absolutely. I mean if, if Gannon had played in that game and, and a couple of other changes and they lost to Cove four days later and there's always a hangover for teams I did watch out them last night and it's, think it's sort of irrelevant that game yeah. it was great for Cove but from the dog's point of view I, they, they, weren't, they weren't great around that month and I think even now they're, they're finding another gear again and I just think maybe I think, that, is I back think back if well. they win on Friday which I think actually is going to be trickier than people think. But come the Aviva, I think they could be in a position to point a performance. And the key thing, really, about the Dawkins' position is that at most, who are they going to lose over the winter? They might lose Duffy. Duffy. It's still very possible they lose Duffy. They need to tie down Benson, Mountney, maybe Murray. I think Matthew and Rogers will stay. They're going to have pretty much the same team next year with, with yeah. improvement. And I don't see how anybody gets close to them.
0: Don't. um I, it dep- I, I, it, with, with improvement is a big thing if they start actually spending money on players like but I watched them last night, the first half with uh it was, it was kind of a reminder of 2016 when Mounty and McElhinney were both playing and uh, some of their football was outstanding. Like, the, the McElhinney goal was... I know Huben's goal well, was a cracking goal, but the McElhinney goal, the play before it, even Sean Hors uh, taking the ball out from the back, taking on players, that produced a lovely move down the right. Some unbelievably good yeah. football. But I thought Derry got at them the second half. The Doc did not look good at the back, um, uh, albeit when 3 They switched off. They did. They switched
1: off. They, they started making changes with I him. Think, I, I think there's a valid point. They've, they've only conceded about 17 goals now this year think or something like that they like you know they, you wouldn't i don't think you could use the second half last night it was three 0 it was a party atmosphere and everyone just wanted the game over and he started making changes the real story the second half was whoopin's attempt to try and get to the record and i think he was almost left on for 85 minutes for that and maybe Dorothy that's why he was annoyed he made an amazing save um from him and he had one chalked off for a, for, a, for offside i but was watching we Terry. haven't really established if you're going to become friends do you, think, do you think it's possible? Uh, I, I has there been contact? Has there been response? I to don't want, your, I don't to want your friends. Tweets. I just want to. Um, i, I, but I, I, not, podcast, if, I
0: mean. He made a joy about Twitter followers. Like, why would I be involved in League of Ireland if I were worried about followers? Like, League of Ireland does not have. just insulting League. people. Well, just I'm one of them.
1: Yeah, know, no, I thought that was a bit. Of, I thought that was an unfortunate response, to be honest. Like
0: you need to go the, back in your holidays. I'm not enjoying really,
1: this. does quite well on Twitter, like you know, in terms of yeah. you know, following. So it does. Then you, you, know, you basically you responded to him by saying, "Yeah, you're in you're in a league. I don't really I don't get any value out of commenting in your league that you're in." You just, I, well, I, you, I just hit, you hit an insult, but another insult, John.
0: No, not really. No, I'm not. I don't trade insults. I have no interest in in basically having digs at people. Like. I, I genuinely you seem, bit, don't. you
1: seem a bit rattled today, John. I'm, just,
0: I'm worried. Ah, you would be rattled, like in fairness, well, yeah, has, I'm has this, only human. Has this, has this has this hurt you? No.
1: You, you said no. you were going to the gym earlier to think about things.
0: Yeah, well, it was it was a good opportunity, you know, just to, to get away from it all, you mm. know. But anyway, um, I, think, no, I think... we that. do have things to discuss, yeah. and we should also mention as well. It's been a, it's been a mad week because Liam Buckley's happened. The Pats. You know we've had Dundalk and Cork. Dundalk wrapped up the league. All first division chats. We've, we're here in the Aviva Stadium. Lots going on. We'll Dad. discuss
1: this, yeah. And the, the, the crucial thing is today we're going to give away a copy of FIFA 19 to a, a listener to the pod. Um, now to win this, you need to get your review in on iTunes. Give us a review on iTunes. <laughs> now, I think this could be bad timing because the reviews could could, could be a couple, of, couple of Dundalk reviews this week. Um, but to be able to chance to win a copy, uh, the best review. Or in brackets, I want to put in funniest review wins. Now, this may seem like a tactic to bribe people to uh, and it is. to give reviews and ratings. And I mean, I don't think we'd stoop to that, you know, to those depths. But I mean, it is a way of, of deciding. I mean, it's clearly what we're doing. Yeah, it's, it's actually. I feel a bit.
0: Do you play dirty. any FIFA anymore? Do you play video well games?
1: as as they're here as our guests as their guests? They are going to say yes. We do. We play them all the time. And they're brilliant. Oh, they are.
0: They're unbelievable. But I hadn't played I in... haven't in a while, though. I hadn't played, we'll say, in maybe 10 years or something. And I played recently and... Uh I was like I've been left behind you just you can't get away you, ha- you have to like position game,
1: you, you reckon the game has moved on Johnny do you, you remember you've been you're playing dinosaur
0: EA sports football probably back in the day you only had eight directions you could pass it now you can basically pass it anywhere it's in a circle it's the, it's the, I was useless it's the, it's
1: the coaching badges the game's changed it you know? It's, it's all these it's all these and it's frighteningly good and then you're players. playing
0: lads online who are like just like the best in the world obviously I wasn't but like it's yeah. frighteningly good yeah. yeah
1: I haven't played anyone online I, I feel I like better not getting into this topic now because they are, are no the also, game is amazing uh, like yeah, if okay. you're into it it's okay it's, okay uh, I just tone it down a bit absolutely we're not, we're not that much I want of a, a free copy as not as these well. sort of shills for like whoever hosts us but
0: anyway yeah but, <laughs> but at the same time um, what guests are we going to get who knows who knows we've uh, obviously a player from every first Premier League club is here so we'll, we'll have to pick and choose well that, now you're just making it sound like we're just going to deliberately
1: people that aren't here we've snubbed them how do you mean not here? Well, like you were
0: saying... Uh, the, the club have a player each. That's yeah, it, that's but we're it. not going to have them all on. No We can't. We just can't. We have, time. To, we have to go with the narrative, I suppose, whatever okay. the prevailing so,
1: narrative is. Well, before that, let's hear from Sean Gannon, because I did speak to Sean Gannon last night about uh, the week that was, I guess, and uh, a bit about looking ahead to, I guess, Friday and, and what's coming down the tracks for Dundalk. So we'll, we'll listen to Sean Gannon, and when we come back, we'll, we'll have some guests with us. Some guests. Sean, I don't know. Are you allowed to officially say that the uh, the league is done yet? I think it's even the manager, sort of in his interview there, got down that road somewhat. So I think it's. No, listen, it's okay, isn't it?
2: We've got it. finish the job next week. Really, it's it's a bit of a strange position, like you know. But um, gotta gotta got do like, things right over, over next week. And you know really, then mathematically yeah. sail like, it like, you, why
1: you point, sort don't. of fancy your chances from here though wouldn't
2: you yeah we would yeah <laughs> but you know it's, uh, to be honest it's just good to get the win tonight it was a bit of an airby finish there from us really to be honest You know, but um, we got over the line in the end uh, probably played well in the game but just from, we probably took it off the ball really for the last couple of minutes and we were punished you can see though from the celebrations
1: of full-time tonight and probably the celebrations yeah. of full-time on Friday that yeah. There's a lot of sort of joy in those celebrations and I think some of the lads even on Friday spoke about, about it, Chris and Brian Gart and that part of that is coming from the frustration of last year and trying to leave that
2: behind you this year. Is that something that, that you feel as another sort of long serving member of this group? Yeah, definitely. I think we're all bitterly disappointed with how last year went for us um, in the league and you're right, it still is a lot of frustration. I think we came back in January, early January and set our sides on getting the title back and we worked very hard since then and um, there was definitely a lot of joy and celebrations because we know how much we put into it to, to obviously cork our neck and neck with us every year and they're a very good side and it's never easy winning the league like you know, so we know what it takes we know what it takes to keep ourselves up there and you know there's there's pressure on us to win every game, every week. So I think once you put yourself in a good position you have to enjoy there's been some players as, as I mentioned they were here five
1: years six years even longer in the case of Chris and John like, where, where does the hunger come from to keep coming back because it's you know in this league it can be very cyclical sometimes and teams just fade
2: off after a while how have you kept that going kept that fresh I think, I think uh, we've got a few lads in the dressing room who are looking to win their fourth league title as well and you know we've obviously got lads here who have won a few before so it just comes to the manager really, you know, one thing that Stephen always does, he'll always remind you about when you retire. He'll always say to you, it's when you retire like you look back on, on your career and, and being successful and winning trophies and it's just really the, the attitude of the group, you know. We want we want to win, we want to be successful. I think if you, if you don't have that attitude like you know the manager just won't accept it, it like, you know, mm. really drives it home that you know we have to as I was saying there, like, you know, we go out onto the pitch and there's pressure on us to win every single match like, you know, so uh, the hunger's there. Um, obviously when, when you've had the league title and you lose it um, that kind of fuels it again really but um, you know, it's a mixture of things as I said, some lads looking to win their first league title some lads looking to win their fourth so we've got a great balance in the group and um, but, but it comes down to it the staff it in us that when you retire you look back at your career and that's when you really appreciate you know, what you've done in your career and winning titles and having great nights so we're a family here and and uh, being able to celebrate them as a group because you know how hard we work. One of the games that
1: was referenced earlier was the game in Waterford that you lost the night that Stevie Donald broke his leg, and I think that was a, a difficult night. But you went from there to went in this sort of mad win and run, you know, something like thirteen in a row off the back of that. Like, how difficult was that night, and how did you use that as a
2: group to sort of propel you in the right direction? Because a lot, a lot went wrong that night, I guess. Yeah, a lot, a lot did go wrong that night. Obviously, we lost our captain for. I don't know how long we've lost him for you know what I mean and he's a big part of the group he's a massive character in the changing room and we all like know how good a okay. player he is so combine that with losing the game and you know a lot of players you know we, questions were asked in the dressing room between the players and Stephen said you spoke for a long time <laughs> after that game in the dressing yeah, room yeah they did I actually I actually was injured myself you know I was out on my ribs so I wasn't paying yeah. but um, you know lads just kind of you know when, when something creeps up you know we address it straight away and we just kind of made sure that we got, got our attitude right, and we kicked on because we had a bit of a sluggy start to the season, and you know, we drew a home and drew away to Rovers, and it just, you know, we needed to we needed to, to kick on again because we all knew how good of a squad we had and, that, and what we needed to do to get back to winning way. So I think that it show's the character, of the group, and I it's a bit of a shade to say yeah. that really, but to go on a long run after you lose to, you know, one of the top teams in the league, it's you know speaks volumes of character that's in the group. How
1: satisfying Was it, was last Friday? Because you had not won there, you've been there for a lot of grim trips to Turners Cross, I guess. So yeah, that we, particular result.
2: Yeah, we haven't we haven't won there in a long time in the league. So you see the amount of people that travel down to support. We probably could have sold triple the amount that was there. Like you know the, the demand was that big. So just we ha- when we play court there's never much in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're always close games. So you always eat that you know flip of a coin. It's always a goal in it. So especially down there it's probably the hardest place to go in the league to win the game and I think any team will say that they're, you know, they're very good and especially into the shed end they, you know, they throw everything at you and it's, it's, it's a very very tough game but I think it, it shows the strength to the group again to go to the cross and play the way we did I think we control the game you know, we kept the ball well we dealt with their threats well, reasonably well and um, don't think they had too many, you know, clinical chances or anything. Like, and I just think it was a good performance from us. And we all knew how big a win it was to stretch the gap out because you can never take for granted, you know, six points. You know, it's not, it's not league really. You know what I mean? So especially even a game in hand playing against a good team like Derry So um, we knew how big it was. it yeah.
1: Sometimes this time of year there's questions over people's future, and you had it last year. I think it's no secret there was there was interest. You don't have that this year. You're on a long-term deal. I mean, how different is that feeling? You know, at this time of year I mean, so you've got this year in mind but you've also got next year and there's always a, something to look forward to here I guess Now, Yeah
2: there it? is I think the club's going, going the right direction you know you see the you know the amount of people here tonight to watch the match and there's good people in the club now and um, I'm just happy to be here really to be honest obviously you know I don't envy I don't any player that has to negotiate a contract every year I've had it for a long time myself so for me to know where my future lies for the next couple of years it's a great feeling because I know I can plan then and I know we can go away at the end of the season go on holidays and not have to worry about Just in about, terms of yeah, normal yeah. life as well Yeah just, yeah you know once, when you're not when you're not in contracts, you know it's never it's never out of your head you're always thinking you're always talking to, talking to clubs and talking to you know, your agent or whatever it's always in the, front, mm. in the front of your mind so it's great to just you know know that we have the security of a, a three year contract and you know I think we're only going to it's only going to get better here at the club
1: Just finally I mean the fans are maybe celebrating a bit tonight but you lads are all sort of shuffling off to your cars because you've got Friday on the mind you've got a huge game on Friday on the mind and getting back to the Aviva I mean what do you make of that test to Tolly O'Neill on I think our podcast last week okay. UCD have had a bit of time to prepare for this mentally so
2: yeah, it's be, going to be tough Yeah listen UCD have won a league title so they're a very good side we're running our no, nations are a good side we went we to went Cove you know we don't approach the game properly we went down to Cove and we're knocked out in the semi-final we we're all we we're all I'm very disappointed to go out in the semi-final. You want to play in as many cup finals as you can in your career, and um, we're and all the legends they are going to come here, and they're going to be a good side. You know, you don't. It's very hard to win a league title, and you know they've won there, so they're going to come here confident. But we're in good form ourselves, and we need to approach the game properly. And you know, as I said, hopefully get back to the Aviva again.
0: That was Sean Gannon. Um, Dan, you. Quite noisy in the background there, but we, we have found a player and uh, it doesn't get any better than someone from St. Pat's at the moment. Well, we, it? Got, we got Ian Birmingham here, yeah. I, I you, don't, you didn't look that happy when you saw us all set up to interview you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're in demand in there, Ian. A
1: lot of people want to speak first to you. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's been a, it's been a I suppose, uh, I don't know, as emotional the word, or it's, it's sort of a strange 24 hours for, for everyone involved with St. Pat's because Liam Buckley's departure confirmed and uh, I saw the point I think it was Aidan Fitzmaurice today in a couple of the papers saying that sometimes when a manager goes like there's anger you know it's come off the back of like abuse or you know people call it there's a bit more almost sadness about this sort of a certain end of an era and I don't know how you feel about sort of Liam Buckley's departure it's it's very fresh I guess but but how do you feel about
3: it? Yeah it, it is very sad as I said though, I've had some great times over the years and we've won a lot of trophies had some good times together but he came in yesterday and uh, said his goodbyes and that, and it was it was a sad kind of moment for us all. And um, he just thanked us all. We, we thanked him, and um, just a, just a sad day really. And as I said, he, he's done so much for St. Pat's all over the years, and he's brought that style of football that I think will the club will, will continue to grow with. Um, and listen, he I owe him a lot as well. I've, I've worked on him for now seven years since he's been there, and we've won a lot of trophies together and had some good times. So. It was yeah, was a bit sadness.
1: It, the, the, As much as maybe there's been some frustrations over the, the last 18 months or so, and I think I even spoke to you in Bunkrana last year where you stayed up and your, your line was, listen, next year, we can't be down here again. We have to be <coughs> challenging. And it probably just hasn't been the type of season you would have wanted. There was some promising signs and then it just, you know, fell back a small bit. But I think in time, Liam will be remembered for the league and the cup win rather than yeah. anything from the last two years.
3: Uh, this season, I think, is... And disappointing really we started off well I think we won four or five games in the trough um, then I think we went up the rovers full of confidence and we ended up getting battered up there um, and then I think that kicked off the eight game where we didn't pick up even a point um, which if you look back now if we had a picking up even a couple of couple of wins in there two or three wins we might have been closer to Europe where, where, where we wanted to be at the, at the start of the season but uh, now listen I think everybody would agree he will get down as a legend at St. Pat's um, for the league, the cup, he's even won the league before, he's took over in his previous mm. stint, um, but now I think especially the 2014, 53 years I think it was, and he will, he'll go down as a legend, I think it was on social media yesterday, and you can see a lot of the Pats fans, they've, they've, the one word that they keep is a legend, so I think he will go down as in as a legend but in the noise of the past fans
0: that was actually the lovely thing um i haven't seen social media today how you know, it can work out in your favor or otherwise I just, I,
1: johnny it's not all about you Le- about the,
0: the, the reaction to Liam buckley yesterday on twitter was uh, just so warm from all the past personnel like what was your original impression when you went to pats of lean buckley like what was he like as a coach when you were there in the early days
3: yeah listen the style of football it was fantastic it suited me down to the ground um a lot of us thrived under playing that style of football um, and he he got the best out of us like I played my best football under him um, over the last number of years and as I said I do own him a lot I've won a lot of trophies with him, and we've had some good times
0: It's it's sad in a way that uh, Saturday was the final game because like there were a lot of young players in the ball team it was quite from a Pat's perspective it was probably hard to watch because you were being know, but that—that that, it wasn't really fair that that was the, the thing. Maybe some people remember the end by because that—that yeah. that wasn't a suitable end for a good ra- r- yeah, routine. It would know. have
3: been nice to to go out on a win, and now, mm. um, obviously it's not to be. But I don't think that game will be remembered for yeah. anything really. I think he in. Maybe be a six months or a year or many years down the line but he will be remembered for all the good times that he brought to the club.
0: Because he did um, he was true to I thought paying the ball out from the back nearly before any other manager in Ireland and Pats kept true to that and I, I, I was saying yesterday that I've never seen a bad Pats game under Liam Buckley I've literally yeah. never seen a game where I was going oh no, that was a crap game like there was always a good game of football and I think he should be thanked for that as well.
3: Yeah, listen he brought that style of football I think to, into the League of Ireland and um, as I said it was the first time we had been introduced to really, um, when he when he took over. And I think you can see a lot of teams now have taken little bits and pieces from from what he, his teams over the years. As I said, he's he truth is what he play he plays out from the back all the time. And as you probably know, we we we've try play out every single time. Um and listen, he's gotta be commended for that. As I said, he did but he did bring that kind of style of football into the country. Um and listen, look at uh,
1: yeah, just explain that again for you. So, for the, the non football players as such, how different was that then compared to other voices you'd had in your ear, I suppose, that you came in and you realised, but well, this is how things are going to be done here?
3: Um, listen, it was just total football. <laughs> um, like, it yeah, just, like the goalkeeper, like, Brendan, you can obviously see Brendan Clarke and Barry, they're great with their feet. Like, the goalkeeper is, he counts him as one of the, like, he's not a goalkeeper, he's, he's an actual player. Like, so, you'd be, Listen, he it was just total football out from the back all the time. Centre halves get wide, get out the full backs into the centre forward. Like it was just attacking, attacking, attacking. Um give the the fullbacks a license to get forward. Um when we had or not to come inside and look at it was just free flowing attacking football and as I said, out from the back all the time and even up till his last game. That was that was the way we want we, we wanted to play was out from the back all the time. Um and look at sad day, but look the, we the have best day, on.
1: the best day, 2014, and it's funny that you mentioned the cup final maybe before the league, and that, that wouldn't you wouldn't be the only person to do that. Like, yeah. was that the day that you think you'll remember of his time more than any other?
3: I think the Pats fans, for me, my first trophy was the league in 2014, so that kind of sticks out for me okay. really. Um But obviously, 2014 was was fantastic. Um, and like as I said, fifty-three years. Like we, had, we the club had won it in fifty-three years, so it was fantastic. And I think the Pats fans, that will be sticking the memory of the Pats fans. But for me, it was my first trophy was in two thousand and thirteen, so that's my kind of.
1: Yeah, but that was that was a reward for an entire season's yeah. work.
3: And yeah. I think that two thousand twelve season helped that we got we had got to the cup final. We had got beaten. We had pushed Sligo all the way, and I just think we came in, and he just gave us that belief to. That we were going to win in it the, the following year, and I think we said it, if we didn't win anything that season, it'd be a failure. Um, and thankfully, it wasn't. We, we won the league, and um, as I said, we went on and won another couple of trophies over the next couple of years, and it were great times.
1: So, what happens for Pats now? What happens for you now? Are you under contract next year? Yeah, yeah. You're under contract, under contract. So, contract, yeah. so I know. Look, I know there's going to be a lot of speculation. It's hard to sort of just comment on on names. So, am not really going to go down that road, but what type of club is the next manager going to inherit? You know, what happens from here?
3: It's a great club. Um, it's a fantastic club and it's, a, it's an attractive job for any manager out there. Um, listen, it's, it's got to be up to St. Pat's now, uh, Gareth and, and the board are going to pick the right man for the job. I think the, the philosophy of the passing game that Liam introduced was I think that style of play will, will continue um, under the new manager hopefully. Um, but listen, it's up to, to the board and, and, and Gareth to kind of pick the right man for the job
0: are you afraid of I suppose other players kind of now if there's a, if there is this kind of maybe a few weeks of uncertainty that other players will be half tapped up by other clubs and they might be thinking like cause you have the nucleus of a decent side there when you like you, you were not quite good run recently as well yeah. going into the bowls game
3: yeah well listen we've, we've got a fantastic group of players there we've got some terrific young lads that are, are quality your
0: underage are going well as well
3: yeah and listen it, you know with the League of Oil it's a merry go around every year as you all know. So there is gonna be people getting tapped up and that's just the way that's just the way it goes. Um, but look it's, it's up to the club to, to, to tie these lads down and to to make sure that um they're a part of the group next year. And then, as I said, I don't know the situation with the manager, the new manager, or who gonna be or when it's when it's gonna happen. Um but look, if it's over the next few weeks, if it's he's got a, he's probably obviously going to put a stamp down on who we wants and who we doesn't want. Um, but look, at it, the the club have got to kind of try and put down the the lads that uh, we want to keep. As
0: well as that, from from your knowledge of Liam, is he the type of guy you think that will want to move on and stay in football and kind of does he still have a lot to offer another club yeah, potentially?
3: Definitely, yeah. He's a football man. I'm sure he'll he'll take a break um, for, for maybe for a cup. A cup of, I don't know, but I think I think he'll he'll get back at it. Um, as I said, he's a fantastic manager and a fantastic man as well. And Listen, I wish him all the best in, in what he does next. I think, I think, that's, a vital, well. I think
1: that's a vital point. <clears throat> that that the Big frustration in Irish football is the amount of people that go out of work and they just stay out of the game. You know? and Paul Doolan, 10 years. Well, well, there's, there's many others being Brian Kerr I mean, on a maybe broader scale, but there's so many people that they go out of work and then they just Disappear. They stay there. And I think there's a lot of... You know, there's a lot of change coming down the tracks in Irish football in terms of various know this merger and stuff and you like to think that these people will be kept in the game in some shape or yeah, form no. particularly someone who has a, like, a defined style of play and stuff like yeah. that the and a philosophy yeah, yeah
3: that's, he sticks to that he'll never change um, that's the way he sees the game that's the way he wants the game played that's the way he feels the game should be played and so do a lot of people and a lot of people will agree with him
0: and I, I think as well like you would be considered possibly the best left back to play in the league uh, certainly in the, f- in the last few years and he, he has a lot to do with that because if you were playing in a defensive system maybe you just wouldn't have been able to use your attacking qualities as yeah. well
3: he's as I said I've oh, oh, played my best football on football under him and particularly down to the style of play that he plays for, for the fullbacks to get forward and he gives you that licence um, whereas other cl- you might be yeah. the Reigns might be pulled on you a little bit but no he gives you the the, the, the licence to get forward and to get your crosses in and in fairness if you don't get your crosses in you, he'll kind of say look you need to get forward a bit more or whatever you know or he he, he makes sure that we need to get crosses in the fullbacks yeah. especially and, and the wide men but no, look, at as I said, I do all well a lot to him for, For as I said, I had some great years under him. I've won a lot of trophies and, as I said, the style of football, he's brought me on as a player.
1: Ian, have you voted for your eleven of the season, the PFI team? No, not yet. You haven't done it? No. How many uh, How many Dundalk players do you think you might be voting for?
3: I don't know, I haven't even thought about it with you, to be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we mentioned this earlier, put it's going to <laughs> yeah. be Dundalk heavy. What well, What have you made of like, the the top of the league this year? I know you want to be involved in that, so maybe yeah. it's hard to sort of speak about it when you're not in the discussion, but I mean, the <coughs> Dundalk have basically won the league in the, in the yeah. last week. I mean, what have you made of them as, as champions?
3: Oh, deservedly so. Um, in my eyes, are the best team in the country and, and, it's, and it's fully deserved. Um, yeah, look, Cork, like, I think Dundalk did deserve it. Um, we would have been liking to kind of get closer to the... To the teams in Europe, as I said, I think a lot of the teams are a bit off um, Dundalk at the minute, um, and it's up to us. We can't let the, that gap grow any any mm. bigger. Um, as I said, we need to get back ourselves, back to back into Europe, which is probably the first part of the call. And then when we get back there, we've got to try and close the gap even even better on them. Then, then. because, as I said, if they can kind of if they keep streaking away, um,
0: do you worry about that? Or is that a worry in the league because they have the money as well?
3: I listen, they're at the winning four out of the last five mm. five league titles, so it's obviously a worry. And if you look at you know. I, I actually don't know the, the tally of points of teams over the last couple of years but like if you look after Dundalk and Cork I think there's a bit of a gap I, yeah. d- I wouldn't know it's now. It's, I, I
1: mean it's, it's it, it might end up being a little bit closer this year because yeah. Cork have fallen off but the, the general point stands yeah that,
3: listen know. then you've got I think it's Rovers and Thor already
0: Dundalk um, are 24 ahead of Rovers
3: mm. Like and Rovers are in Thor um, listen We've got to try and close the gap on them somehow. The teams, the teams are now in Europe, the European places, and um, listen, Rovers are doing things really up in talent and they, they've had. They're going to get Europe again, um, yeah. Which is, I don't know what I don't know what the the the, the remit up there was, but listen I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll get a bit closer next year again and as I said we need to be a little bit closer next year again as well so.
1: yeah because we've been winding up Johnny here or Johnny managed to wind up to the dock players by saying he wasn't that worried by them this year but I mean you've played against them every season and obviously two years ago was the team that blew everyone away and in terms of their performances in Europe do you, do you think they're close to that now or do you think they've, they've got a bit to go to get to where they were before perhaps
3: Um. I, don't, I, think I think they've a little bit to go again to, to kind of I'd say next year maybe the year after if they keep progressing the way the young lads that they have like they've got some fantastic young players like Sean and Jamie who left us, um, Dan Cleary, a lot of top players they have. Obviously they've got um, Mikey Duffy and, and, and players like that who are, who are top quality. Pat Holmes banging the goals in. So listen, I think next year that they'll probably push on again. Um, and as I said, it's up to us to kind of push on Get again. As well. yeah.
0: Yeah. Just just lastly on uh, Brendan Clark scored the goal obviously in Sligo and um it was put it was put out there on T V that like there must be kind of a lack of I don't know, leaders in the Pat's team of the keeper and Brendan reacted on Twitter to that, yeah. like screw your lack of leaders. Did it annoy you that Pat's there's this notion that Pat's are, are still soft, there's a bit of an underbelly there. Um and a lot of that was probably put down to Liam as well, that Liam wasn't hard enough on you.
3: No, listen, Liam Told him as the penaltier for the, the games that Cown because Conan wasn't playing, and um, so Liam chose Brendan to take. He was, he was I think, he played Ward for the week before. If we had to get the penalty there, he would have taken it if Conan wasn't on the pitch. And obviously, we've got the penalty in, in Sluigo I think it was, and he, he went up and took it. So he was designated to take it, wasn't he? Um, but uh, oh, listen, we knew what we were, what we were, how, what we could do, and and the group that we had. Like so, I wouldn't wouldn't look into any of that
0: yeah yeah and th- there is the potential there to kick on a
3: bit next season definitely well, yeah
0: I remember th- talking to you after one of the early games season where you were in Europe and it was just then you went on that run
3: yeah listen we've got some fantastic players uh, the young lads um, and listen we can push on again as I said Uh it's going to be a fresh start. It's a new era for everybody um, today with St. Pat's. So, But look, we've all got to take that challenge on. And, and as I said, it's a big few weeks now for um, for the players of St. Pat's, for St. Pat's as a club, um, to kind of whoever the new manager's is going to be. Lads need to impress to, to make sure that they're in the plans for next year or, or some lads are out of contract. They've got to try and impress other managers or whatever it might be. I don't know, but... Uh,
0: as a player do you want the manager kind of to come in quickly so you have that few games where you can rather than this like you're playing out the season because you've nothing to really play for as well
3: um, i just think however long it takes him to get the right man yeah um, don't rush yes, it and, yeah they've got to get the right man for the job and and, and to, to to make sure that he that he is the right man and it to, is an to, attractive
0: to, job as you said like it it is, it's, 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 it's in dublin it's it beautiful is. playing surf it's a big club and yeah. you're guaranteed a good long off-season in Ireland as well. That's
1: the one yeah. thing that's the one thing you're guaranteed. I don't, <laughs> like I don't think there's any rush there. I think you've got
0: about yeah. seven or eight months probably till the next yeah. game or so. You're not in for no? the job yourself, are yeah?
3: you? No, no, no. Still, <laughs> Still a few years, years left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't believe you weren't playing, actually, on, on Saturday. I know you are saying you were suspended for Sligo. but um,
3: Yeah, no, suspended for Sligo, and, and the lads done extremely well down there. They, they played great and... and Liam stuck with the same team and um,
0: kind of comment on Bowes a bit for the players, the, the kids. Yeah. They, I thought they were absolutely brilliant. Like, yeah, listen,
3: we started off well in the game. We went one 0 up, and I thought we would have kicking on, and, and we thought we would have won the game comfortably enough. But listen, we just stopped. We just stopped playing. We stopped doing the right things. And um, fairness, the Bowes they were very good. They've got some. Got, they've got a lot of good young lads as well, and they fully deserved that win. But uh, now the players didn't. We didn't do, our, do ourselves justice. And um, listen, Bowes out on top.
0: Thanks very much, Steve Birmingham. I know that wasn't probably the easiest interview he will ever give, um, but obviously life was on at St. Pat's, and uh, we're joined by two other players now. Dan, we just plucked them from the room next door. Well, we have Daryl Lee. He was trying to leave, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got him on the way out, and he's, he's had to listen to you talking about flights to Coventry for three flights months, to so Birmingham, flights to Birmingham. So he looks Birmingham. <laughs> he's already be bored, but uh, yeah. and we've got David Cawley as well.
0: Who no, he was, I, was I, hanging I, around for the day. He said so. He's not as much as much of a rush as Darren. David Cawley who around this time last year scored that screamer for Galway United. In Limerick, I was behind the goal. Um, or was that earlier in the season, actually? That was earlier uh, in the season. I think it was a bit earlier. That yeah. was earlier in the season. The, That's a good point, John. Um, yeah. He's well able to strike a ball, but so is the boy Lee, who is one of the few London Dockers we think might make team of the year, Dan, and the oh, EA
1: Cup team. We were talking about. Like, it's, been, it's been your first year back home, Darris, so have you, have you enjoyed it?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it at the minute. Um, I think it did take me a while to get going. The first round of games, ten or so games, I think. But um, I've got up to speed with the game now, and yeah, I'm loving it. Um, on Saturday, so you aren't playing because you're now you're in that like you can sit with the
1: senior first team <laughs> boys now. and not uh, say that after The, th- the kids went out yeah. and did a job on Pat's, but that must be that must have added to the good feeling and sort of positivity around the club at the moment because you're probably training with these guys every day. It's no surprise to you, but it would have been a surprise to other people maybe how well
4: these lads did. Yeah, um, I think they just kept the momentum going. We've won a few games now in a row, and uh, they stepped up and. Uh, obviously they delivered the beat Pats a uh, good Pats team 3-1 and uh, the young lads did really well yeah. the boy Cork left back wasn't too bad either yeah he's very good <laughs> yeah. he's very competitive <laughs> now for a uh, left back position for Sunday
1: uh, and tell us about Regba I, I mean maybe the striker always gets picked out because he's you know he scored a goal and made another but for a full league debutant he looked very comfortable
4: yeah the final there against Pats in the under-19s a few weeks ago he uh, you'd think he scored two that night as well and He's only, I think he's only 17 he's very very strong and uh, I couldn't s- get over that he looks so much older than oh he's ridiculous like yeah he's yeah. just bullies people for fun and uh, he's got his two goals what he deserves an old style striker, Dan, wasn't he? He's, so they say, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he, he put himself about and. Um, young you, Pat we, Hoban. Yeah. Well, he, yeah let me,
0: this, this, <laughs> don't mention Pat Hoban to John today. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Hoban's after taking John down this morning. so... He, maybe he is young. But I, for, for a lad that obviously has a lot of growing to do, for his ability to hold up the ball and must be about it, I was. And then you brought on the, the kid, Promise, of maturity, is it? Yeah. And. Um, just it was just it was from from a Bose fan it was it must have been thrilling to watch this
4: because these lads are the future as well. Yeah, and he's lightning quick. Like they they just play with no fear, and as I said, they just kept on momentum going and they train with us all the time so they know what it what it takes and yeah, they, they deliver. Dave, they, this, this league's getting it younger I think. I mean, I, is.
1: Some, is that something <laughs> you've noticed during <laughs> your time that you're now graduating <laughs> to senior pro level before you, you know, you would think you would like to in a certain way?
5: Um, it's definitely getting younger than a few years ago when I was 19, 20. Um, I think I'm one of the older lads now, and I've just turned 27 last week. Like you know, yeah. um, There's Raf, I think Sharky and myself, and then everyone else is 20s, 20, 21, maybe a couple of 23 year olds, and I think Reese is 25. So it's fairly young, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah but something that's noticeable every week? Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, because there's a certain energy and and an approach that comes with youth. So lads can't coast it in this league really anymore. You know, they can't sort of coast it to their next contract because it's it's difficult mm-hmm. there.
5: Yeah, I suppose looking at it that way. Yeah, um, I'm lucky enough to have signed a, a longer enough deal that'll bring me. I'm to not 20- you're <laughs> <I>
4: know, <yeah. laughs>
5: that'll bring me to 29. But you know, fellas, as coming into 28s, 29s, I have to be looking forward now even more. So you know, a few years ago, maybe 32, 33s, you could you know keep plugging away. But no, it's not. I don't think it's the case anymore.
0: Yeah and um actually the the Bose team I think that finished the game on Saturday was average age 20.4 um and I was I was sort of looking at like this is nearly the future of the League of Ireland because you need to bring young players through you don't need necessarily to have a massive budget you can have young players who are hungry to play and so they just looked like um, they they'd been playing together nearly all their lives there was no
4: lack of cohesion at all like yeah as i said like they've been training with us, so it was no uh it was not different to them stepping up and yeah the the future is bright for them and as you said, like with Bows, there's no ma- massive budget and stuff, so be no big egos, no big egos yeah. at all. And if you are drifting away in the change room with the older boys like Shane Supple and Derek Pender, well bring you back down to her very, very quickly. Dave, you must be a bit annoyed that, um, you know, your
0: season you kind of you were fairly comfortable in terms of you weren't going down, but the cup could have been your chance to make a you know to be up for a big game on, Saturday, on Sunday like the lads, and it just slipped away against Longford.
5: Yeah, yeah, the FBI Cup, and um, that was disappointing, but. The week before that as well the with the Sports EA, EA Sports Cup, yeah. Cup semi final, you know. Um
0: Got to give EA Sports a plug as well, actually, yeah. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah but, that, you know, we were at home to Derry in the semis and we just beat them a couple of nights before in the league, you know, so we were really confident. And then, um you know, I thought we'd done well, actually well, that game. Gerard Arty, probably, you know, the game of the season for himself. Um, but they beat us 1-0 at the showgrounds. That was a kick. And then, obviously, Longford came to town then and they... They beat us one nil as well to knock us out the FAI Cup, so that was yeah, that, that was a disappointing week. That was. Where,
0: where do you see yourselves as a group? A lot of people think Sligo should be doing better. Um, I would argue myself that it's a competitive league. I don't know what people expect as well, but where do you see yourselves? Are you underachieving? Are you overachieving?
5: Um, I think we're under. Yeah, I think a, as a club, it's still a big club. I think it should be. You know, I'm not saying we should be up there in Europe or whatever, but we we've got to be building on because they've had a difficult last couple of years so they'd like to, ideally they'd like to be going forward and gradually getting higher up the league so yeah I, I think um, hopefully finish off this season stronger and look to next year hopefully do a little bit better
1: because the, the support is still very good locally I mean you've yeah. had that it's funny Boz and Sligo here who haven't had great league seasons in the sense of say pushing for top four yet the, f- the fans have stuck with them and, and you know the fundraising that the fans do there is amazing but does that bring a certain pressure as well that you want to sort of live up to that support and you maybe just haven't you haven't done that at times I mean you had the gesture where you gave some I think it was give some wages back you know mm. one of the weeks so there obviously is a feeling there that you haven't hit the levels that you, you should be
5: yeah well, no we definitely haven't no no doubt about about that um but yeah the support every year and um, you know it's a, they love their football in Sligo and they always get behind every, every year that I've been there anyway. Um, the, the fans always get behind them, fundraising, as you say. And, um, and hasn't, we haven't really given them a whole lot to shout about, especially at, at home, home this year, yeah. Um, <laughs> two home wins, I think, is it? In the league, in the league yeah, yeah. Eight away um, wins.
0: I was thinking it must be the most anomalous home versus away record in Europe, like two home wins, eight away wins.
5: Yeah, I've never seen anything like it myself. <laughs> Even when I,
0: they came to town, they kinda, you played them off the park and they won. Um, the 2-0 yeah, yeah. Well,
5: um, you know it's been games like that where we haven't really played well enough throughout the 90 minutes we might have a good first half could be nil nil at half time and you know we, we don't really turn up for the second half and we lose the game and it's been ups and downs all this season but away from home I suppose when we lose one week at home the away game people are saying well they're not going to win here like if they, they can, mm. you know they were no good the week before or whatever and there's no pressure on or maybe that's the case I don't know but um, we seem to do better away from home and
0: maybe the way you're e- sp- even you're play better like yeah. you know
5: and the results are coming with the performances away from home it's just not happening well,
0: Mikey Drennan's form has been one of the positives as well because yeah. he seems to really be hitting the heights that he was capable of early in his career
5: yeah exactly and um you know he's been out for a couple of a couple of years, so to come back and you know to, to it might have took him a week or two to get going. But once he did, once he did get the first goal um, down in Limerick, you know he, he really became confident again. And even in training, you know because he's he's a great striker, he can, he can finish the ball. And it's just it's pleasing to see him doing so well now. So hopefully he can keep going till the end of the season, maybe get a couple more.
0: I want to ask you, who do you want to win the cup? Do I want them win the yeah.
5: cup?
0: UCD. UCD. Why? Did the, the underdogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go with that, Dan. Well, I mean, I'm not going to give an opinion who I want to yeah. play. No, I mean, yeah. it's,
1: a, it's a valid point. I mean, yeah. see, who do got you got want, Darren? <laughs>
0: <laughs> UCD bows is finally <laughs> like. yeah. nice. UCD bow is finally nice. Changed it up a bit. Changed exactly. <laughs> how are you
1: feeling about the semi, Dan on Sunday? Because it's, I mean, there is this positivity around the bowls at the moment, and. I think I mean all the, the tickets were sold out, all the home tickets were sold out. I hope the away tickets sell out by the way that could I mean that would be a. I think they had 800 tickets sent down I just wouldn't be 100% sure really I just wouldn't be 100% sure but anyway that's by the by um, there must be a, bu- a buzz around this week what's the manager's approach is he telling you to you know business as usual or is, it, is this a different week is it naturally no, a different week
4: obviously it's, a, it's just another game but it's a bit more at stake um, well obviously there's going to be um, a bit of positivity we've we've won nine in the bounce but Cork uh, they won a double I think last year obviously they won the last two cup finals they've played in semi-finals and finals and for myself it's my first semi-final and quite uh, quite a lot of the other lads served for a semi-final so Obviously, they have a lot of experience.
1: This time last year, you were coming towards the end of your time at Coventry, right? You'd been on, you, you, was it Nuneaton you'd been on? Yeah, twice. So, in terms of playing men's football, though, you haven't had that much exposure of it until this year. I mean, how much have you enjoyed just that experience, playing in front of crowds, yeah. you know, pressure, all that? Because it's it must be a different world to the, the, the academy football, the underage football. You yeah, were playing. like,
4: playing in this league, there's like three points at stake, there's fans there's everything over there it's just like no one really cared about They're coming back from injuries and they just wanted to get fit no one cared if you won or lost there's more at stake here and the league is very very competitive
1: do you feel I mean are you in a better place now than you were this time last year I mean even in terms of your football and your
4: confidence yeah your 100% football? like last year this time last year I couldn't even get into 23 squads there was younger boys getting ahead of me and I went out alone, as you said to none and and I, was, I sat on the bench there for two months and then I just called the time and thankfully Kate Long gave me the opportunity to come into the League of Orleans So you,
1: were you worried <laughs> about your career in football then? I
4: wouldn't say worried no um, I just was wondering what was next mm. and thankfully Bowes offered me a contract Because I was just saying beforehand I'm hoping
0: to go to the Coventry Portsmouth game and maybe see Ro- Ronan Curtis next um, Tuesday but my friend is a Coventry fan and They've brought through, I think, more young players through their academy nearly than any club in the country or something. It's actually amazing the amount of young players they've brought through, which you probably would have felt when you were there.
4: Yeah, um, that was probably one of the reasons I signed, because I thought I would get a pathway to the first team, because obviously they don't have a huge, huge budget, so they did um, give young players opportunities, as you said, yeah. He's had a fair season as well, David. Um, definitely one of the
0: best left-backs in, ha- in the league, you'd have to say. He's so done very, very well for himself this year. Yeah. What, what have you made of Bose? It's Just the transformation has been amazing. Um,
5: I think Keith's done a, a good job himself and Trevor there, and they've been difficult opponents this year, you know. Um, but they've, they've really good footballers, you mm. know. Especially their midfield, you know. I know Wardy and, and you know, t- technically he's excellent, and um, it just seems to be gelling for him this, this year.
1: We, we've we've we had Ian Birmingham on before and it's a team today that in, in the last week Dundalk have basically won the league I mean uh, what have you made of them as champions I mean you've you've played against all the, mm-hmm. the contenders I'll, I'll maybe ask both of you but you first David just your view of, of Dundalk this year
5: Yeah I think I think they're worthy winners to be honest with you from all the games we've played them one more time and I think they'll have it wrapped up by then but um, I, I think they've probably just they've edged Cork out over you know over all the teams we played and just the style of play to have the players that have you know they're, they're they're excellent going forward. Even as a squad, you know they've got like they've got lads they can just fill in for any man that gets injured or suspensions or whatever. They've got probably the best squad in the league. Even like, you looking at Murray
0: and uh, Folan, we'll uh, say, who went from yeah. goal last season. Folan yeah. has hardly featured, and Murray's just you know struggling to get in as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
5: you know Stevie hasn't played a whole lot as much as he probably thought he'd like to, and you know obviously. Ronan's just coming on from the bench and you know I've played with him last year and I know him for a long time and what a player that is to bring on Do you know he'd probably come into any side in the country mm. so that's the, the, the type of depth they have in their squad so Yeah
1: you've pushed him close a couple of times I'm just thinking they got the last minute goal in Oriel Park and mm. then the game in the showgrounds the last time by all accounts I wasn't at that game but you you know, it could have swung either way, but you, I think you were applauded off the park after sort of a home yeah. defeat. Yeah,
5: yeah, we, we've we done well against them, all right, yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, they've beaten us all the time. So, do you know, when you look at it that way...
0: Yeah. You're a realist, in fairness.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. but look, you, you try you try against the top teams as hard as you can and try and play the right way. But, um, you know, they they'll always find a way eventually you weren't scoring enough goals as
0: well in fairness if you look at your season like you were a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of positive stuff Mahan coming through with the back and so on mm. but you just weren't scoring enough goals
5: no no and you know I think I'm top goal scorer and that says a lot like you know I don't score a lot of goals how
0: many have you got?
5: Um, eight all together eight? and Mike, Mikey's creeping up behind you've me you've
0: eight goals a season it's a good return yes. yeah, yeah. Cause it, especially league, a goal yeah. where you were very much a hole in I was sitting.
5: Yeah, yeah I have in have most of my career you know but this year I suppose at Reese and beside me Reese is sitting a little bit as well it gives me the chance to make the late runs or whatever, you know.
4: Jared, what have you met at them, Doc, then? Yeah, obviously, they're, um, their style of football, you know, their physicality, everything about them. They uh, they get it down, play it, their movements, I think. Obviously, the best thing we've played in the league, by Milo. Hmm. Are I, where Where are you going to go from here now? Because, obviously, you're a hot prospect <laughs> now again. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. Yeah. I can't get too ahead of myself, you know, just yeah. uh, finish out the season of hours and, see what happens then yeah you're happy kind of at the moment then we've anyway, been back in Ireland and playing week to week I love my balls and as I said before they did give me the opportunity to um, to play in the league so yeah what's the,
0: what's the dressing room like there because everyone seems to just say how um, together you are I suppose two of the
4: players who came on and played last week like I've, I've been to quite a few change rooms and it is the tightest you know we've recent weeks we've built up a little bit of a culture and boys have bought into it and as you've seen the, uh, the results are coming What's it like in Sligo are you a bunch
0: to, a together bunch because obviously if you weren't you wouldn't say it anyway But uh, are you a good bunch of lads there? Uh,
5: there is yeah. yeah honestly there is Um, you know a lot I don't live down amongst them or but a lot of them We're living in rib- Ballina. Uh, yeah I'm living at home in Ballnagh with my family but um a lot of the lads are living in around each other in a in, uh, River Sound just outside of Sligo town so you know th- they'd see each other nearly every day. They're always in and out of each other's apartments or whatever. But um, yeah, it is the tight punch of lads. Yeah. So,
1: so you're under contract so you, mean, you've, you know what you're doing next year as mm-hmm. such. What's the challenge for the club this winter then? I mean, do you, do you feel you're close or do you feel there's going to be a lot of changes in the, in the dressing room over the, the off-season?
5: Um, I suppose that probably like every club in the country there's always going to be changes mm-hmm. at the end of the year with lads, uh, so many players out of contract, you know. Um, I, I do think we're close to being a a good side, um, maybe a little bit better, um,
0: potentially Europe challenging.
5: Hopefully, uh, you know I don't <laughs> I don't like to say too much like that because it usually comes back to bite you. But um, ideally, the, we need to be a few places o- o- up the league, you know. And I think f- uh, maybe get lads who they want tied down early as they can, so there's no other clubs coming in sniffing around or whatever like. And get the signings who we want, who we think that is going to get us higher up the table in early.
1: We could also have an Ironbury Cup final here, couldn't we? Mm. We're bows and slingers. Right, right, yeah. You're yeah. still, you're still yeah. going. How could we have forgotten the Ironbury Cup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you played the games over there? Actually,
5: I've played just the one recently against Livingston. You've got
1: Motherwell, yeah, yeah.
0: Modwell coming your way or something about whatever yeah, they're We're called. going over there. Oh, you're, you're yeah. away.
5: Sorry, away you're home it. to Sutton, Sutton United. Sutton United yeah. Yeah, yeah, how was the game in Livingston? Um, we started off one 0 down after about two minutes, and yeah. I all oh, here we go again. Yeah. But um, no, it was it was there under twenty three side, and yeah, eventually we we dominated the game and we beat them four one in the end. Yeah,
0: it's it's a, it, what's it like to play in that competition? Because there's obviously such little kind of hype about it.
5: The crowd was smaller anyway. Yeah, yeah. there was a few a few Livingston fans over in the way and drinking cans. So, what oh, would they drinking? Dutch gold. <laughs> Dutch gold, yeah, in his
4: favour.
1: Yeah, bows are at home to Sutton now, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, if you get, if you go further in that competition, what the clubs do, I mean, you're obviously under contract, but the, uh, it's it's going to be a bit of a dilemma. Like, what yeah. happens to League of Ireland clubs that gets a bit further when lads are out of contract at the end of the season? You can't drink Dutch that's gold until like, that's the
0: out in the competition. Point, yeah. What are you laughing at over there? You know? <laughs> Not a a fan of the old Dutch, no, <laughs> no, no. no he's, he's an athlete, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not, so, to say, not saying not saying isn't, obviously. And the know? boy Dinny is finishing the season in great form as well.
4: Um, great form up in Derry as well, and because uh, he was a lad who was just so slow to get going this season for whatever reason. Yeah, he's flying at the minute. Um, I think in pre-season he was carrying a slight injury. Um, obviously it's gone now. The start of the year we were performing, we just couldn't couldn't score, and now Dinny and Dan Kelly and a few of the other boys are contributing to uh, scoring goals. i now. got
0: to ask you as well before you go, you look at into Stevens playing for Ireland now, like is that an aspiration for you down the line? the Stevens came, he was actually playing the League of Ireland for several years before he got the move over and um, where did he go first? Portsmouth was it? Oh, yeah. well no, he went, he went to Aston Villa. So he I mean, went to, he, to Villa, yeah, League, And Cham- then he went down and yes, went back up again. So, so he so, went yeah. to, after the Mick O'Neill but, um
4: But th- that must be something at least on the back of your mind down the line. Um, sure, every player would want to play for the country. You know, um, First, and foremost, you play for Bows and then maybe under 21 Skolov call could come down the line. What age, you know? Twenty, yeah, twenty. So now. you're you're twenty-one in April, yeah. So I think yeah. I'm still eligible next year, yeah. So obviously, you'd, a fair show, I think, one, yeah. So yeah. Mm. Uh, I guess All that's right. it with the two lads, Dan. Thanks, lads. No problem. Thanks, villain Cheers. Um, i think
0: actually dan by the looks of it we're going to get in possibly within the hour for the first time in a long time well, I don't know. we're very very well if i read through all the tweets from the dog fans
1: I'm not oh, we have sure a lot more I, to get through sure the I weekend's thought,
0: uh, results from last week um cork Nils Nils to one yeah. yeah. brain limerick two, Waterford one sligo nil an absolute crack of a goal there for sandra puri and watford are now two points behind rovers for the european spot and by all accounts rovers were lucky to win up in Derry. they won 1-0 uh i think that's nine wins a draw and a defeat from their last 11 games shamrock rovers i'm going to get to it's a good run i'm uh, going to get i'm going to have a small debate with you on this stand before we wrap up about okay. rovers chance next season yeah Pat's one Ro- both we were both at the pats pose game we've obviously spoken about it but it was one of the most enjoyable things just to see a team of young players play that that way. was great yeah and i think uh,
1: i bumped into a uh, I think it was John Sullivan from Bray who was there. I think you might say, I am say—I mean, I know I booked him to him. It was him, mm. but uh, I think he 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 put out a tweet afterwards, and I, and I sort of—you know—that that, that bows obviously have an ethos; they have a sort of a belief, a way of playing, and that the young players have just slotted into it. And I think that's the thing, you know. You look at the teams at the moment that are going very well, like Dundalk have a very defined sort of dressing room mentality and way of playing, I guess. And so players—they can change the team, but they don't lose
0: something although interestingly Dundalk don't, don't have the young players coming through well
1: they don't, they don't have the young players coming through but well Stephen Kenny will, will actually argue that point that um, they're not producing their own in terms of first team level but the profile of their squad is very young mm, like I mean
0: I, the amount of players they have in their group that are 25 or under yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think Bose and I think that the Dublin teams are at a slight advantage in that but they can attract kind of, I suppose, the best, of yeah, the, you know, and two of those, well clubs yeah, and but yeah,
1: but the problem is though that they, you know and they potentially lose them. I mean, Dara doesn't want to talk about his future there. Mm. I think the, the worry you would have. For those clubs, would be you know, and I, I we, we spoke to Johnny McDonald, I think about this after last week, gave us a lift down the road. Is that, that those those Bowes players are, are known about now? I mean, I think you know, people who did the homework will know about them anyway. To be fair, you know, they play with the under 19s, it's not as if it's just because they got first team exposure and we start talking we start about home. them. But, but they brought
0: in McCourt as well from uh, no, West West Brom.
1: Brom. I thought he was very good, he was good. Yeah, no, yeah. The, they 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 were like the, the two full backs, Kirk and Andy Lyons, are you know, very good players as well, so they've They've got a lot going for them, but interestingly, Stephen Kenny did make the point last night. I think it'll probably be quoted in a couple of the papers tomorrow that, you know, the interesting thing he said, just think about this on Dark Side that we haven't taken anyone from Cork, we haven't taken anyone from Shamrock Rovers, he said, um, and he pointed out they've taken two from Merview, two from Bray, two from Pats. Um, you know, two from, a couple from Galway, whatever, that they've brought in players from around the league and Tried and to sign with them. Shepard and... So sort of, didn't. yeah, and sort of tackling, probably trying to tackle the, the line that they've sort of bought the league in some ways. And um, the one thing you would say, I mean, the Dock are in a position of dominance now and they can compete favourably with any player, but they did start off, they didn't start off with that bucket of cash to start with, they've earned it. But now they're in a position of dominance that I don't think... I can't see any other league winner next year. I, I, don't, I don't see how... You can't see anyone? No.
0: No, no, not at all. Not, like, I mean, the only thing I'll say, right, uh, Rovers on their form since they sort out their keeper problem has been really, really good. Well, you said this now, you, you did say this when
1: before you were insulting the dog fans, and I might still run through a couple of these tweets. Uh, I think you, you took issue with the view that... I think there was a text in the news talk saying that Rovers still needed four players to challenge. Four players, yeah. And you, you disagreed with that. I mean, I I think there's a point in that I mean like you just can't get confused or um carried away with late season form because Robert's effectively finished the season very strongly last year as well and didn't have any bearing on this
0: year yeah I I Uh, think that's a bit harsh now because they they have something to play for you know it's not like they're like they're going for Europe true true and they have solved the goalkeeper problem true if you if you took away the Bose games in isolation and also the games where the goalkeeper cost some points earlier in the season and their European performance, albeit against a slightly undercooked AIK. Um, now they've brought in like Watts and they've brought in Green. Okay. Watts is a good signing. They may may potentially get Desmond, I think, down the line. There's definitely a chance. Look, well, put might it happen. like this: they need left-sided centre back. They, they need they need Trevor it.
1: Clark to come back. They need okay. Clark comes back. The problem with Clark is that he'll get attention and you know holding on to him. And in, in fairness, to Rovers like they lost Burke at the mid-season yeah. point, and I would I would make that point. And yeah. they actually lost Burke for the end of last season. Does so Bradley say so on to be fair? Oh, well, I, mean, I think he probably does at this stage. But I'm just saying, do they have a championship-winning striker? No. Do they have... They need do, a striker. Do they ha- They They probably... They they have good centre-halves, and I think, you know, there's potential there, but do they maybe have that dominant centre-half? <laughs> do Dundalk. Um... I, I think Dundalk centre half position is pretty strong. Yeah, I do. I do. I think they're, yeah. I think, I think I, 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 Garland, I Garland and Hoare did everything right in Cork last week. And I mean, mm. and they've got Forget the, about and, the and, they, and they got Daniel Thierry. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying that the Thierry, Like. I don't think their defence has th- been tested th- th- nearly I enough. think they're going to be better. Like they've got players there in some cases who are going to be better next year mm. without a shadow of a doubt. So, um, you know, Rovers probably in terms of, okay, Clark is coming back, you know, think of full back think, think of like Sean Gannon, Compared to say Ethan Boyle, say you know, and they also they've outstanding they, they, left backs. They, I'm just saying they probably in, sign a right back. Yeah, I just think they, the, they they need a they've they've a lot of work to do across the winter. I think to get they t-
0: probably t- have s- young players coming through getting that bit older as well. Um, you know, I just but I, just, I, but I, I certainly I think, think they're to, I, the main I, danger uh, uh, if there is a danger.
1: I I, I still wouldn't discount Cork. Because what happens uh, at
0: Cork then? I, I,
1: because you could argue with Cork that they could um, w- would Caulfield operate better presuming that he stays I think he will offer smaller squad and can they get their sort of focus back in a certain way by operating off a tighter squad four right and backs and instead recu- of six recruit, kind of recruit a, bit, a bit more you know in a bit more of a sharp uh, purposeful way I was they, they had a very bad season in 2015 Cork mm. and in fairness to Caulfield he did address it that winter and he recruited quite well he, you know in terms of getting a team that had a bit of a a purpose to it mm. and they've lost that purpose now and they're going to lose players but I mean really I just when you consider and, and we're, going, we're going around in circles here but the Dundalk are on target for like a points total they could get across 80 points and yet there's a feeling that they, they haven't necessarily like 100% clicked like this is not this Dundalk team at its max and, and Stephen Kenny has the view that next year they're going to be he thinks next year that they might get back to the level of 2016 this is almost a year two of a three of a three year series and I think if that's the case uh, the only way they don't win the league by a, a street next year is if they get caught up in some kind of European campaign because I just don't see how they, they, they don't have question marks over them to the other teams I thought have. it was yeah I so definitely. I thought they're it not going to be they lose, if they lose Duffy in particular that would, mm. be, that would be a blow there's no doubt about that they like can he's, deal with door, he's been very important of the season um, yeah I think Shields has made a strong push mm. and I wonder what Shields get the votes you know that there is a danger I think Shields Duffy and Huben in fairness would be the, the leading lights um, but the, you know they
0: can always divide each other's vote as I have well. to say as well just watching last night watching McElhinney in the first half, they just look such a much better side see, when he's on his see game.
1: See, like, has back. not even, like the big difference with who in this year in all seriousness was, like in England, he didn't play. He barely played. He he'd played something like maybe 290 minutes in the previous 18 months. And the medical team, and this is the whole thing, that sometimes we're very quick here to judge people by how they were perceived on the ladder in England. And I think that will always be a stick that Hooper would be beat with. Well, his his record in England was poor, etc. But he never probably played as a number nine with a team that was built around him and does built around to suit him. And he's perfect for that team, and he's good for them, and they're good for him. And uh, his record has been immense off the back of that. And I think with McIlhenny, he went to a club that didn't suit him. He was taken off still last night. I still they're minding his fitness. They're not sure with a winter behind him that have McIlhenny at full steam again next year. I mean, how did they get stopped? I don't see. I don't see how it happens at all. I, I mean, they're going to. W- they could win the league this year by by twelve, fifteen points. They could win it by the same distance next year. I've no doubt. I've no doubt.
0: Um, yeah, and it's in, in, in. Anyway, a few a few of the comments that we've got. Um, there was a first division as well, Dan. It was actually, in fairness, it was wrapped up at the weekend. How does the, Pat
1: Hoobin intend to earn more followers basketball. for a man with roughly six thousand more followers than him? Oh, well, that was a bit of support
0: for you. Um, who cares about followers I know UCD fair play yeah, to fair league. play to
1: oh, no, I'm getting through these John <laughs> fair play to Johnny Ward upset the Cork lads in 2017 and followed it up with Dundalk in 2018 it must be said your consistency is unbelievably impressive
0: nah but you know? I, 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 I I was misquoted on this really you're right? Mis- you are misquoted misinterpreted I, not dug, mi- my, I uh, dug a hole that I didn't you, mean to dig you,
1: you're going big time when you, you know like you're I'm, going I'm big slagged.
0: time son if you're going to say you're misquoted next thing you will be telling me you was blown out of all proportion I'm, I'm, being, sl- I'm being slagged for the last two years for being like Dundalk lover and all this and now like over the course of like one you know comment it's gone you've lost it John but, but there are a lot of a lot of League of Ireland lunatics out there as well <laughs> on Twitter I have to say like lads chill out a little bit get a life well, oh in gee, fairness I like.
1: think you're Dublin see this is it Dublin down I I'm like not it.
0: about I'm not about fans here like lads I was I went to watch Dundalk in like three plays in Europe two years ago like it's not like a hatred Johnny, it's, not well. an, it's
1: not an attack on your character
0: like what about live at Oriel? there like you know well,
1: that's unbelievable uh, uh, yeah, he's, he wants to come on the show we might try and arrange that at some stage in the future i already done a very good audio diary last week a, it was a 20, on his trip to Cork very, very good stuff about having a premonition he would be hit by a bus and then nearly got hit by a bus uh, so his premonition was wrong yeah, yeah. it was close uh, uh, on the first division topic John O'Shea did tweet us to say because uh, we did put out any questions and topics we wanted to talk about, not just about you, John. It's not just about you. Uh, the fact that some of the clubs in the first division don't have a game until the end of February or March of next year seems outrageous. Must be the longest off season.
0: But sure, I made this point after the Galway Bulls game. Like there was, a, we, Galway would have six months with like and very little revenue coming in. Well, this so, is like, the point. Yeah, but it, it's, it's an absolute killer. The first we we've, we've kind of touched on this Dan, the first division is a basket case still at the moment. I know they've helped it with the the playoffs. Like, but it's it's just very hard to sustain. But it's what you wish for? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're talking about like Dundalk <laughs> aren't getting week to week competition. Then you bring in five new teams. Where is that going to make it? Yeah, I will know. Yeah, well, we, we,
1: we, we're threatening to have the 16 team debate, and we'll, we'll go there again. But the the point here is that the long off season is outrageous. But the clubs don't want a long season. So, and in particular, the first division where there's 27 games. Because if there'd been 36 games, uh, which would a 10 team league would be the you know, that's what the permanent vision have gone for. There would be chaos and complaints over uh, the fact that they would have had to then play a bit of a mad schedule in in March, April, May, like the Premier Division clubs, and for part-time players with long distances involved, that would have been hugely unpopular. So, like the first division is caught in between. Two now, like you have a situation this week again. They didn't, I don't think they had. Did they have midweek rounds in the first division? Maybe one or two. I'm not even sure if they did. I'm not I even sure. They, I'm remember. not even sure if they had any other than maybe refixtures after UCD the, have won the league. after it's gels and the postponements.
0: But I'm just the saying, spots. there's no
1: like this weekend. You know, you've 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 no games, you know, and, and the first division season is finishing up very early. So maybe they need to look at it, but <laughs> I, I, I don't see how unless clubs are willing to commit to a longer, if they say we're willing to keep our players paid for, for longer. And I mean, the first division, no one's getting paid, I don't think, in pre-season or certainly a handful of clubs at best. I, I think are, so um, how, you get, how you get out of that cycle. But it's true. You look at a club like Longford probably that, you know, would have carried a big enough budget this year. Obviously, Galway, Hugely disappointing. Neither in the and, and we're talking here now before October, basically. And yeah their next home gate is going to be some distance away. And uh, this is the whole point: if you're trying to be a club that's involved in the community and visible in the community, and you know, yet yeah, you shut your doors. If you're, if yeah, you're to run as a small, a if, you're a, if you're a small business, if that's the yeah. or, or a business, if that's your model, and it's a business that's not open for half of the year, then how do you really build
0: consistent loyalty? I think that's a point. But I don't and know what the solution Georgie is. Georgie Kelly finished one off top scorer behind. David O'Sullivan, despite uh, missing all of Well, it,
1: And funny, you look at the Premier Division that Patrick Cuban mentioned him again, he's 12th chair. Graham Burk joined second and yeah. he left halfway through the season. I think Cummins, like, uh, will probably look back on the latter half. Cummins with 13, Duffy with 12, yeah. Kieran Sadlier with 11. Um, Courtney Doofus. Like, this is the thing about Ali Regba and why there'd be hype about a player because there isn't, there's a shortage of like really good strikers, like central strikers in the league at the moment. There's a lot of people playing up front who. Could play out wide as well, you know, like the, the really traditional strikers. I mean, Pat's really struggled to find one until they until they got Campion. Um, there's like a real shortage, mm. and uh, that's why any young player that
0: comes along in that department is going to be is going to be sought after. Georgie Kelly will be uh, obviously hoping to kick on next season as well with uh, the boy Hooven up there. Um, but yeah, I I I'm, I'm, a I'm bit, wondering I'm if a
1: by b- this time next week will have things moved on between absolutely, yourself
0: yeah. and the boy Hooven. No, 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 I absolutely, but I am quite dismayed. Are you
1: going to are you going to reach out to him in a in no on a
0: non-social media context send not at them, all send them a text are you not sure at all. Do you
1: do not have some of your go-betweens to try and I'm enough
0: to be doing like but um, I am a bit dismayed listening to you there because I think you've made a convincing case that not only is the 2018 league over but the 2019 league is over as well well you this is the right. inter- we
1: talked about it last night is the, the
0: cup over Dundalk
1: now? are at 13 league wins now and Shamrock Rovers are at 17 and it, it may well be who's next it actually? may well be well I think Dundalk are now 13 I think Shells are on 13 as well but it, it may well be up to Shamrock Rovers it may come round full cycle in some ways that it's up to Shamrock Rovers to stop Dundalk getting close now things can change you still think Rovers are a mile off them, things though. can I, I, how many points are they behind now? 24 24 yeah, that's enough. That's enough for the dock to win next year's league. I think because the dog and the dog have what's what's made the dog regress is losing players. As I said, they might lose one really, one two max really important players. So they're not going to have that upheaval that they've had. And we mentioned it when Stephen O'Donnell was here. Going into twenty sixteen was the least upheaval. They lost Howells still a huge sort of talismanic figure. They brought in Benson and McIlenny, and everything else stayed the same. And 2016, 2016 happened. Where's the regression happening? The only thing that could happen to the doc that could really screw things up is if Stephen Kenny went. And that is That's, the that is the that is the that is the game
0: changer. It's hardly happen,
1: um is it? yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. But that mm. that is the game changer. Um uh, you know, so once he remains in place and a lot of those players are now tied down in contracts and you know, the likes of McGrath are gonna improve and Cleary will improve and I think Hoare will improve even
0: more. I don't
1: see how they get stopped. Uh, I don't, yeah, I
0: don't see that how that happens. Let's get to the Cup semi-final starting on Friday night with Dundalk. Dundalk uh, uh, let's go for
1: Eustody to win for the bracket. No, like, Dundalk uh, were able to sort of rotate their options yesterday. Um, Benson will come back in, you would have thought. Mountaine, um play, you know, but he came off, McElhinney came off. You, you assume then they're going to start the game Um you know, it's funny, I saw Colly O'Neill and, and Ian Ryan were down there in, in Cork on Friday. I'm, I'm guessing they were probably at the game last night or, or had the game watched last night. And they've had a good lead into this game. They've had a good window for preparation here. And uh, I, I, I wouldn't discount them being extremely competitive um, and having a good plan, and they were very well coached side. And, you know, they're, they're young, you know, and Dundalk have still, for all that they... It was a bit of a stroll for them in parts last night. They've still played a game in Cork and home to Derry. And, you know, used to be able to sort of rest a couple in Longford. So it could be tight, but I, I still think a home win.
0: I was uh, reading an interview with Neil Ferrugia there in French, actually. He was interviewed by some French website or something, and uh, he was born in France and then moved to Ireland when he was maybe seven or something like that. But they were asking, you know, uh, if you were ever approached by the French team or the Irish team, who would you pick? And he was like, oh, I kind of feel more Irish at this stage. But then they asked him, uh, what do you prefer wine or Guinness? And he's like, oh, wine every time. So I was like, wow, well, well, you wouldn't get that from many Irishmen. So himself and Colly O'Neill both like... How old is he? Neil Ferrugia 19,
1: 20 maybe? he's 19 a 19 year old drinking wine I mean I think he might have been not, satisfying That's not fair yeah
0: it's not fair UCD uh, I
1: wasn't drinking Guinness in 19 either to be fair
0: but if you haven't seen UCD you weren't when you were 19 no. neither was I really actually if you haven't seen UCD this is a great opportunity to it's see a good,
1: it's a good show it's a, it's a good opportunity they're going to be on sort of TV on Friday evening and I know they won't have a big away support there I, actually I wonder what size the crowd for a semi-final would be without sort of real away support um, and and you you think that the dog fans will be in good vibes? I wouldn't be hundred percent sure they'll turn up in huge numbers for this game. And like the danger is just like that sort of complacency in some way seeps in. I didn't feel it last night. As I said, the players did a bit of celebrating full time whistle, but within twenty minutes they were going to their cars. It was just
0: another another game. I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that they might get a draw and might get them to, to a uh, replay, which I think would be Monday. I think M- in, uh, they I just think might. I think I think they'll score. I do think uh, they, they'll they'll rattle them a bit up front and. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing them play because um, I think it's a great stage for them. We're both going to be in Daily Mounts for the what's a lovely quarter to six kickoff. Quarter to six is actually th- be nearly th- under lights because it's uh, getting quite dark now. Even some will be under lights anyway.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine now some people will be some some patrons <laughs> with a quarter to six kickoff on a, on a Sunday. On a Sunday,
0: are they coming down there for a
1: hangover? Are they like be, getting uh, gone? It could be slightly raucous it could be a, a liveliness a giddiness in the air I, I mean I said I it earlier I, I said it earlier like <laughs> I, I do wonder about the, the Cork away support will they that's a very interesting they, point will they I know there was 800 tickets I think sent down I, I just wonder I mean I that's, really really unbelievable thing really that hope that's not the case talking but, uh, there's, about this. Loads, there's loads of Bose people who want to get tickets to the game that they haven't They're sort of Acquaintances of bows people, um, I, I just I'm not convinced. I I want to be wrong, and I, I hope I'm wrong. And you got to, I, I get abused for for being wrong. You got to warn. I want wrong.
0: I want you to get abused. but I want to warn people not not to go to Daly Mount too early, drinking the Bohemian like, because you will actually be assaulted. by yeah, you'll absolutely. Be, you'll be done by half time Dan, I, I've I, we were talking about this game after the Bose game last week, and it's it's. That kind of... Um, just looking We're looking, at, We're the looking at the Aviva stadium, stadium now. Stadium, and I think that's... Like, for the Cork guys, whatever's going on, the morale may not be great. This is exactly be, what yeah. I said to you. Did, you made this point. They'll, they'll be motivated. Everyone you can't see my the, point, Johnny. You said I hadn't thought of that,
1: and now you're producing it as your own. Every, my, my whole, everyone my whole, wants to play at the Aviva yeah, stadium. My point is
0: that like the, the,
1: if this is another league game, you'd be like, Boz will win this. No hassle, right? But it's not. I think whatever issues there may or may not be in Cork, and we haven't we haven't actually spoken about similar to uh, a certain show on Monday night we haven't even spoken about the sending off in Turner's Cross last Friday which was another major part of that game um, where where John Garfield was involved in an altercation where there was players and, and other people staff and, and other members we can of, say it was arising
0: from a challenge on the pitch
1: yeah exactly and then there was an incident, incident in the tunnel and uh yeah, John Caulfield. Evolving patrons. John John Caulfield was was given his marching orders, and as we as we speak now, we haven't heard the news of the punishment, what it will be. But uh, so that that added to the the vibe around Cork. You know that that's this. You were at of, the game. stadium yeah. was very flat. Was oh, it? unbelievably flat. Like there was four four and a bit thousand there. A lot of empty seats. You know. <sighs> The dog scored after three minutes probably didn't help, to be fair, in terms of the whole atmosphere. But there was a sense that it was done. Not quite that they'd given up. I think that's a bit unfair. But you can't manufacture something either. And Cork needed to win the game. So even Cork chasing for a late equaliser would have really made no difference whatsoever. Look, if Cork had won, you could have spun some positive out of it. But even a late goal for Cork wouldn't have really... Affected the the mood or anything at all. So, but the whole point is, you know, players ultimately have their own personal ambitions. Whatever, the distance and issues that there, there might be down there, and it's clear that there are some. Um, this can galvan- the galvanise them. This is the Aviva. This is the game that every domestic player wants to be involved in. They lost, so, the suppose, very recently. So, if they as can, well, if they can park their differences for anything, you know, this would be. It. If it was another league game, I'd be Bo's home win every, you know, without even a second thought, you know. But um, just don't discount Cork bringing them back. Don't, I agree. Don't don't I, I, discount Cork bringing them back to Turner's Cross. Now, what I think Bowes would have a chance in a replay in Turner's Cross. They actually would. Oh, without but, doubt. But I just I just wonder. Um, I just wonder will that game end up needing a replay?
0: Would either have a chance in the final?
1: Oh, they'd have a chance. I mean, ironically enough, I think Bowes' dog could be a great final. Like you know, in terms of driving public support. But I also think uh, that the way that Bows play. Would facilitate Dundalk
0: beating them well.
1: I think that's a bit harsh in a, harsh a certain way. Now. In a certain
0: way. Well, yeah, it's not like they put can't put, dig in as no, well. No,
1: no, no, they, they can dig in, and and maybe that's like maybe that's slightly harsh. But I just think you know the pitch out here, like Cork have Cork have had have lived in Dundalk's heads a small bit, you know, for a couple of seasons, and the games here, they've it's not that they've frustrated them, but they've matched them in a lot of areas, and and you know they they've they've competed very well I just wonder it'd be a huge step forward for this Bo's team to get to the Aviva like they're not used to being in this game maybe they will respond to it and go a different level I just think the dog's experience in the day w- would stand to them but let's it's hypothetical we're, we're not there for yet Sunday. we're not there yet so let's, let's get there and, and, and What's this, your set for the game I'm going to go for a draw and go to a replay but actually I wonder would Bo still come through a replay genuinely you know but I, I, I just I, wonder will this, will this game on
0: Sunday be one of these ones where it's a draw I'm gonna predict a Bose win um, but I, I I am wary of the, the I suppose the sing of the dying wasp or whatever that Bo, that car could um just rally. Just to mention as well, it's gonna be v. Shells in the first division um initial playoff, the winner of which will play Harps and then the winner of that will play. Um, I mean, Paddy McCourt's league farewell at the uh, weekend. Yeah, he got, a, got a, a lovely goal. He'll still be involved in the playoffs, though. Yeah, but and yeah. he's getting into coaching as well. I think. You uh, know,
1: he's gone. He's taken a job at Derry. Derry yeah. in, the, in the
0: youth development. Around, um, so. so you've, I guess, you've the last chance to see Paddy McCourt playing, and I mean, you can't spoil that. So uh, I guess best of luck to the three teams. Yeah, and as I said, um,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll take those uh, sort of reviews, reviews on iTunes there, and uh, we will announce the winner on Twitter. When will we do that? Maybe on. Saturday or Sunday over the weekend we will, we will let people know yeah, well, the thing is they need to if people post their review though we don't know what their Twitter handle is we'll have to figure we'll have to figure this out but uh, we will let you know if not, if not over the weekend by next week we will let the Victor know they'll have a free copy of FIFA 19 coming their way
0: and uh, kudos to Dan as well for on his week off um, working as if he weren't off at all um, and thanks very much to the three lads uh, for coming up and chatting to us Thanks very much to you for listening, and we shall talk to you next week.